You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. You, you feel this this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank call. Prank call. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Packernet After Dark. This is the call-in show of the Packernet Podcast Network. If you'd like to call in, if you'd like to participate in the show, please feel free to do so. The phone number here is 608-501-0718. New callers go directly to the front of the line, and we've got a new caller today. So let's go ahead and kick this thing off. Hey, Ryan. This is Pedro, the redhead from Brazil. Man, it's just half time right now, and I got to say, I'm sick and tired of the offensive penalties. Um, it's just unacceptable. I, I don't even know our offensive coach name, but I want him fire as much as Joe Barry. And Christian Watson, come on, man. He needs to step up. Reed is carrying this offense on, on his back on his own. He and Dylan, come on. So that's it. I'm just a little bit frustrated. Sorry if you guys can't, can't understand my English, so... That's it. Bye-bye. No, you're good, man. I appreciate the call all the way from Brazil. I'm not positive, but did you say Pedro the redhead from Brazil? I hope so, because that's going to be your name, and it's going to be really weird if that's not what you said. Um, So a couple different things. The penalties, yeah, the, the penalties keep happening. Packers had, it looks like, seven penalties today for 46 yards. I don't know how much was offense, defense. Um, I, You know, I, I still think they're getting better as far as, you know, we're not... 12, 15 penalties anymore. But it, I think one of the biggest negatives in this game, and, and it looks like uh, you called in around one thirty, so about halfway through the game, it just felt like it wasn't super unclean compared to what we've seen. But all the uncleanness, all the mistakes happened at the exact wrong time. The penalties, the sacks, the big plays given up on defense, it felt like they were all coming on critical third down plays. You know, we're we're in field goal range, and then we lose yards, and then we lose yards again. I think we did that twice. We had back-to-back lose, uh, loss of yards. One time we missed the field goal. The other time we had to punt. Um, Christian Watson, relatively quiet, but he does obviously pick it up. He's got not just a, a catch later on, but he ends up getting the touchdown. But yeah, Jaden Reed, man, holy crap. I mean, I came into this game kind of saying, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good about Reed and Musgrave. They're really starting to pick it up. And man, did Reed just explode in this game! In, in this game, and Musgrave looked really good. Wicks had a pretty solid. I mean, everybody. I mean, really, I, I I felt good about everybody. This is, I'm kind of just letting you guys carry the show, but um, I haven't done tomorrow's yet, and I'm I'm just the stuff I want to say. <laughs> but uh, this is this is probably the best I've felt about this young football team, kind of seeing it come together and just being like, yeah, dude, this is this is it this is the team right here. You know, it's starting to come together. It's starting to look like a thing. So we've got more from Pedro, the redhead from Brazil. Again, sorry if that's not what you said. The English was perfect. It was just that part that it just a little, little hard to hear. But we'll get back to that in a little bit because he called back in later. I appreciate you calling in. Please keep doing so. But let's go back up to the top and get this started with Jersey Mike. He's calling in at 12.10, so shortly after the game started. Right, Jersey Mike. So first drop, we get stopped on fourth down, but this is what I'm talking about with Matt LaFleur. He he has great play after play after play. We are running offense down the field, 
And then on 31, he comes up with that. Oh, stop going to the bag. Like, that's what I'm talking about, the bag. He, like, he has the, or, or he has his regular playbook, right? And then he pulls into the rabbit's, the, the hat, the magician's hat, and, and, or the bag, whatever. Okay, just stop doing that. Just let's, let's keep playing the football. We know how to play. Anyway, go back, go. Uh, yeah, the third and one I didn't like because we ended up, I think, going forward on fourth, if I'm not mistaken. And so, you know, I, I again, I kind of keep going back to the, I don't know why we don't do the sneak more. Maybe we try it in practice and we're just not very good at it. Maybe we're worried about injury. It was a third and long one, but if you're going to go forward on fourth, you have two opportunities. You're telling me you can't get a half a yard on a QB sneak? I mean, I don't necessarily mind the play. I, I just, I, I don't know why we don't try sneaking. Because, I mean, we, we tried later on in the game, as I just talked about, to run Dylan up the middle on like a third and one and we lost two yards. You know, and again, the same thing I've been saying Jersey Mike to you is, you know, we, we don't like, quote unquote, the bag when it doesn't work. But Jaden Reed on those end arounds twice today, it works and we like it. Right. And then we tried that Musgrave play that we did last week that got Musgrave a touchdown and it blew up and it was a disaster. So, you know, I mean, look, I I, I don't know. I, I just I get what you're saying in that situation. But I also just think if it works, nobody's upset about it. And if we run up the middle and lose two yards like we did later in the game, do we get upset because it's predictable? I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I'm just saying, like, you know, from my perspective, it seems to me like, and you've been consistent, right? You you don't like this. So fair enough. I fall on the other side of it, not necessarily in that one situation, but I've said also consistently, keep your foot on the gas. And if that means sometimes you look stupid, then sometimes you look stupid. But I don't want to be a boring, predictable offense that, you know, loses looking stupid. If I'm going to lose, I'd rather lose in style. <laughs> Hey Ryan, Seth. Hey. Kick us off here. Maybe someone beat me to it. Yep. Um, this is why I get frustrated with LaFleur's play calling. He just doesn't use common sense sometimes. Jordan Love is killing it. He's ripping the ball. You run one run play, it goes horrible. That's because our offensive line sucks at run blocking. So then we get on third and short. What do we do? We run it. Not only do we run it, we do this cute run that goes nowhere. Let the man throw the ball. He's actually looking really good. So now we stalled out and we can. I know, but if it's third and one and you throw the ball and it's incomplete, what are, what are the calls going to be? What are the calls going to be? Why don't you just run it? Who throws the ball on third and one? You got A.J. Dillon. It's a lose-lose situation. If, if you don't convert, no matter what, you're an idiot. That's all there is to it. So, I mean, again, I, I get it, but it's like I got everybody calling in with completely different things. Don't be cute. Throw the ball. Run the ball. Like what are we? What are we supposed to do? And again, we did run the ball later in the game, and we lost two yards. It's third and one. And 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 what? Matt, I mean, this isn't like a flea flicker. This is a pretty standard run play that teams run very consistently on third and short situations. It's because everybody's stacking the box in the middle, so you get to the outside. You know. I mean, I, I again, I understand. I understand saying just try to power it down their throat, or in your case, throw the ball, I guess, which I don't super agree with. Um, but I don't know. I mean, just, it, it's, it's, people are just pissed because it didn't work. That's the bottom line. Potentially started off the game with a, a touchdown on the first drive with the way Jordan Love was slinging it. Now it just puts a damper on our offense. So freaking frustrating. 
But you also, I mean, you have to acknowledge we have to run the ball sometimes, right? I mean, I, I understand, like, Jersey Mike called in before and was like, lean on, uh, you know, roll with the hot hand. And I, I think that's true. You should roll with the hot hand. And in this case, you could say it was passing. But you cannot have zero runs in a game. So you have to run the ball. And I feel like third and one is a pretty good opportunity, as as is fourth and one, to run the ball if you have to do it. Um you know, as opposed to throwing, which is successful, that feels like one of the opportune times to actually pull that out of your back pocket. So I don't, I mean, for, again, it's about process, not results. And I, I just, I don't, I don't necessarily understand the process side of it. Like, I wish I could remember what the third down play was, because I think it was the fourth down where we, I don't, I don't exactly remember what two plays we ran, but I, I do remember thinking, just sneak it. And it was a little long, so I remember looking at it like, that looks like a long one. But, you know, again, if you know you're going to go forward on fourth, you should try it anyways. That would be my thought. But, you know, there are 20 times in a game where I'm like, don't do that. And then we convert, and I'm like, all right, well, what do I know? That happens all the time. So the one time I say don't do that and it doesn't work, I can't get all pissed off about it. So, I mean, I know Jersey Mike doesn't like any kind of, I don't know, any, any kind of any kind of plays. Again, that wasn't like a, a massively sneaky play. It was just a run to the outside. I mean, if you've watched Joe Barry's defense, you've seen people convert those all the time. (laughs) So I don't know. It's not what I would have done. I don't know that what I would have done would have worked, but I would think it would have a higher success rate. But you know, again, this, this is, this is 20 times a game. And again, it would, it would be nice to kind of balance it out and have somebody call in once in a while and be like, Hey, by the way, that's exactly the kind of play that I said we shouldn't run. And it worked. So just thought I'd update you on that, but I don't get that call. I don't get the, I hate this Jaden Reed to the outside stuff, but it worked. So there you go. Hey, this is Dan from Arizona. A couple quick thoughts on the early part of the game. Uh, Jordan Love looked pretty good starting off and everything, even though we had the penalties. Not understanding why we didn't do the brotherly shove and tried to run wide when we can't run block on wide plays. So, and then doubled down with stupidity by calling a pass three yards behind the line of scrimmage on fourth down. Pass on fourth. So, I put that first drive ending on the coach. Um, And then I know people are going to cry that we didn't get a pass interference call on the long pass to Dobbs. But once again, he had a yard or two on the guy and the ball was way underthrown. So, I put that one on the quarterback. He just underthrew him. That should have been a touchdown. But... Other than that, I hope uh, Joey Bosa ain't hurt too bad. And that's all I got for now. Go Pack Go. Yeah, I mean, again, I haven't had an opportunity to really say anything yet, but this is probably the third week in a row that I've said this is probably Jordan Love's best game, and I don't think this one was close. He did have the one underthrow to Dobbs. He had the overthrow to Musgrave. And honestly, aside from that, it felt like it was perfect. There was, you know, like one instance where he held the ball too long, Maybe one or two other things, but I mean, this was, this is the first time we crossed the line from, hey, that was improved and it was better and it was good, but it's not like good enough. For me, it crossed into that was good enough. Like if you can do that for the rest of your career, I feel comfortable saying you can be the guy because, you know, an underthrow here and overthrow there, that's, that's every quarterback all the time. That's not a big deal. Again, it gets magnified because it's been a problem. But in the grand scheme of things, I mean, that's that's standard operating procedure. So, I mean, this this just felt, for me, it just felt good, man. I kind of hate that we're starting. I borderline want to skip all the during the call games, but I can't do that. Just because it's like, 
you know, I want to have a conversation about like the game and nobody knows what's happening or calling five minutes in. And it's like, I, what penalty? I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't remember the penalties, I guess, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there pretty soon. This is, we're still not even to one o'clock yet. Drew from Ashwabana, Ashwabanan at 1242. Hey, back to you, Trump, my best. I really like what I see at the end of the first quarter. I like what I see from Matt LaFleur right now. I feel like he's really coaching hard um, on the first play of the game. The nice Matt LaFleur went out the window, and he tore it into, I forgot what his name is, number six. And, uh, I can't really hear you, Drew. Something about Matt LaFleur, um, but I don't. I'm not entirely sure what that was. Yay, it's uh, Washington uh, Metro, a.k.a. the guy not from Washington. Cool. But point being, you know, it's about uh, halfway through the second quarter, and I'm watching this defense, and, you know, I I said it, you know, out loud, but sometimes I kind of feel like the only reason this defense is working is almost because of the players, not the scheme. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm watching, I'm impressed with guys, but sometimes I feel like, you know, the only time this defense is doing well is when individuals do well. It's almost in spite of the scheme. I know you've talked about this before, but this is the kind of thing, the kind of game, at least so far, that makes me feel like really Joe Barry should be fired. I mean, what are you doing when, you know, Carl Brooks is like, making a crazy play to get a sack. And it's not drawn up even a little bit. And then they get a, a first down a couple plays later on something easy. I, I really feel like it's the coordinator at this point. Anyway, uh going to keep watching. Bye. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, it would, it would take a lot more kind of looking into some stuff. I know, you know, some of this, some of those big plays were, you know, guys not passing off and broken coverages, which is going to happen when you have like Valentine and Valentine out there, um, and and Owens who can't tackle, and and you know Anthony Johnson who's a rookie. So, uh, you know, it, it it goes both ways, but I I do see your point where you know you're kind of just always hoping somebody makes a big play. You know, there, there's not you don't really see that guy coming free off the edge or anything like that. You don't see the the you know, that guy drops into coverage and gets a pick kind of thing. It's it's always it always does feel like somebody has to make a spectacular play in order for something cool to happen. Um so I get what you're saying. Hey, this is Tom from the Pastor. Calls are not going too well. He calls back in a little bit, so we'll see what he had to say. This is uh, Washington Metro, not from Washington again. Calling so, back one more time. Uh, I mean, the the end of the third quarter, I just got to say, for me at least, this is the best game I've seen from oh, yeah. Jordan Love. I mean... Yeah, and I, I mean, it's it's not close for me. It really isn't. Not only is it four quarters for the second week in a row, but, I mean, just just all over the place. I mean, the, the the short, intermediate, deep passes, very accurate touch. Um, I just, yeah, it. I don't really care what PFF has to say. I'd be kind of stunned if it isn't his highest grade, kind of pushing into the 80s this week. But, um, yeah, it, it wasn't close. I, uh, I called way earlier in the season. You know, I think it was after the Saints game, and I, I was feeling so good about it, and obviously – 
since then, things have been rough. But in the last few games, and especially after this game, I'm feeling a lot better about Jordan Love. Yep. And I, I, I'm sure I'm not alone, but I just had to call, make sure I contributed that sentiment. Hey, anyway, bye. Yeah, we jumped about an hour ahead, so now we're back of the third. So I think that's, hopefully we're kind of getting more into that territory. Uh, here's Kyle calling back. Yeah, I heard the chip here saying, you're going to touch down, get the lead, and Joe Barry says, oh, my dear. <laughs> I kind of caught that. It sounds like he's at the game. By the way, not only shout out to almost the entire team, the entire offense, um, shout out to everybody that went to that game because that was one of the loudest I've ever heard that stadium. Every time the camera went to the crowd, I didn't really see hardly anybody sitting. That was the the most standiest, loudest, most raucous. I mean, it was like, you know, it wasn't, you can kind of hear something once they get to the line, like normal, it slowly kind of revs up. Like it was, it was like a switch just flipped. Like they went into their huddle and then they, they break out of their huddle and the volume goes from like a four to a 10. So... I know a lot of people from uh, Packers Twitter met up out there. Looked like this was kind of, it seems like every year there's like a game. It looks like this was the game. Um, Also, probably a very good game too, because number one, there basically are no such thing as Chargers fans. And number two, if there are, they're not going to fly all the way from California out to Lambeau. I mean, some of them probably will. It's a good experience, but it's cold. It's far. Your team sucks and you don't exist. So it's hard to get out to, to Green Bay. So, uh, yeah, filled with Packer fans and just very, very rowdy, loud, and standy Packer fans. So uh, I, I definitely had to get that out there. That was that was an impressive performance by the crowd, in my humble opinion. Hey, Jimmy. There's 11, in fact, exactly 11 minutes to go in this game right now. We're right. up 16 to 13. Uh, as Colin with some stray thoughts um, regarding this game. First of all, I would like to personally apologize to A.J. Dillon because I'm sure he listens to this. I'm sure he was offended when I, at one point, even just questioned and wondered if we should ponder trading him. Um, I apologize, A.J. I love you, man. And uh, you're doing you're doing a fine job for us right now. And I'm not just saying that because you're our only remaining running back at this point in the game. Um, yes. I mean, a, a, a big round of applause to a lot of people. A lot of apologies are due. Um, and AJ is is one of those guys that I probably would have forgot to even mention. Um, but yeah, he had another really good day today, in my opinion. That's, that's pretty That's pretty cool. I'm, I'm seeing some pretty good stuff from these uh, wide receivers. That yep. said, um, boy, that drive and... The fourth quarter here. Oh, who is down? Campbell's down now? Oh, my God. What is happening with the injuries? Speaking of injuries, Aaron Jones. Yeah. I am concerned we will never see him play for the Packers again. Oh, anyway, was it saying? Oh, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the drive in the fourth quarter, the drive that, after the fumble, but you know, you can call it a drive. It was more like you couldn't get the engine started. Um, that was ugly in all the ways that things can be ugly. Um, <clears throat> that said, yeah, whatever. It's the season is what it is, man. Um, go, Pat, go. I'll call if I think of any more straight thoughts. I know I had a few more. Oh, hey, how about Tucker Craft? That was fun. Yeah, dude. He's uh, fun to see him do something and Musgrave. They're both, uh, they're both looking pretty good. Uh, okay, go, Pat, go. Yeah, I was pretty sure he went out 
but I was I was hoping that I was wrong because that would have been such a cool play for him to be able to do that, especially since that was like a, a, a perfect encapsulation of like what we envisioned peak Tucker Craft to look like. Just a big guy that just gets he he catches the ball, gets north and south, and is just a freaking freight train, breaks one tackle, hurdles another, and gets to the end zone. Like that's if we could just bottle up a single play that is in our minds, on all of our collective minds, a perfect Tucker Craft play, that was it. So um on a day where it felt like a breakout party for everybody, it felt like a Jordan Love um breakout party it felt like a Jaden Reed breakout party it felt like a kind of a Musgrave-ish breakout party um Wicks again looking solid I thought I mean it looks like he maybe ran a wrong route once and we saw Jordan kind of flip out on somebody for the first time which I think feel like is an initiation he's now officially like really good at this and knows what he's doing and is going to start screaming at people and it's like all right it's 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 game on now dude it's like he is officially uh an NFL quarterback well done um, Tucker Craft, kind of a breakout party, and it just it just felt good. Like it, it was a we almost lost, and it was kind of ugly, and you know all that stuff. But it just I don't know. It just to me where I'm sitting right now is just like it felt like we blew them out forty two to three. I don't know why. It just felt like domination, and I feel good about everything. And um, I know we're probably going to go on to lose a bunch of games, but I don't care because I'm excited. And maybe we don't, man. I mean, we're four and six right now. That's not a terrible record. Um, we got some tough opponents, that's for sure. Although, what is Badooping in my ear? I have so many like separate windows with different things on it. I'm never gonna find it. Um, anyways, I mean, I I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll get into that at another time. But it does kind of just feel like I don't know. Like if the offense can keep rumbling like this, you know, a, a little bit of a you know, again, you can we can we can get upset about Watson if we want to, but Watson got that touchdown, right? We saw a little bit of speed. I thought that was a great catch down the sideline. I know he didn't get his feet in. I know, and he probably could have. But that was you want Watson to go out and make plays. Those are the kinds of catches, right? We 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 saw Watson streaking across the end zone all 2022. That was like the go-to for Rodgers and Watson getting all those touchdowns. He just beats man coverage across the field. And we saw it, and we got the beautiful touch pass right into his right into his chest. What did I say? Throw a perfect pass so that there can be no doubt. He either catches it or he drops it, but there's no question marks, and that's what that pass was. It just—I don't know. I mean, I, from where I'm sitting, like I'm—I'm just—I'm getting more and more excited as I sit here and think about it. It just felt like the offense woke up. It's not perfect. The blocking's got to get better. Uh, I feel like Jordan saw a good amount of pressure. The run blocking obviously isn't great. It kind of got me thinking as the game went along, like what what if 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 the draft was tomorrow, what is the new thing? Because I don't know if it's wide receiver. And again, you you if you get Marvin Harrison, you got to take him. But is it offensive line? Is it DB? Because that's beginning to look like a problem. Um, no offense to Valentine, Valentine, but when you got Valentine, Valentine, Keyshawn Nixon, Anthony Johnson, and Owens out there, you're just thinking, man, I I can't think anything's more important right now than DB. But uh, yeah, I've I've never felt this good about the offense, this confident in the offense. It's just one week and it's a bad defense. I get that. But you still have to go out and do it. And they went out and did it. And um, I don't know, just felt good to me. Anyways, why don't we take a quick break? We got some more from Pedro from Brazil, some Jimmy, some Ryan Santos, Joe the janitor. 
Jersey Mike, Omar, Chris from Alabama, Kyle from Madison, more Jersey Mike and Aaron. We'll see if we can rip through all of them because I really want to because I'm feeling good, but I doubt it. But we'll see. We'll take a break. By the way, patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy if you want to support the podcast. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Hey, Ryan. Peter from Brazil again. Um, I, I like this, this calling to us. Uh, maybe I'll do it more. Heck yeah, uh, man. The game didn't finish yet. It's like five minutes to the end. And first of all, I feel bad for calling for both <laughs> coordinators' jobs. So, <laughs> uh, I, I know, I mean, they, they probably have families and stuff, but I'm just tired. You know? I get it. Um, if we lose the game, we probably won't lose it because of the penalties, the offensive penalties. But, I'm just tired. I, I feel yeah. like we are on the street for some kind of um, season record of, of false starts. It, it just can't keep happening. And Joe Barry, I, I don't feel bad for calling for Joe Barry's job, but I, 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 just, I just, I just don't. You know, uh, like a dozen times we had a, they had a receiver like no one in the street, just a receiver. Well, we just can't, we can't cover. We can't cover, we can't stop the run. What are we doing? And, and we have all the time in the world. I, I just don't care if we win or lose at this point. Um, I, I'm done, you know. Um, probably if we lose better before the pick or, or something like that. Shout out to Jordan Love. I feel like he did a, a good enough job. You know, a couple of throws, he, he threw it like too high. But we lost both running backs. And I, I'm, I'm not mad about his performance. And, God, that was terrible. And, yeah, that's about it. You know, Christian Watson finally got uh, some, some action in this game, so happy about that, but still want to see more, you know. I feel like the team needs, uh, 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 Jordan Wood needs a weapon, and the defense, uh, I'm just sick. I'm just sick. So, go back, go. And let's see if we win this game or not. Okay? Bye-bye. Yeah, I, I get it, man. And uh, I'm the same way. Uh, it's part of the reason I honestly don't like taking calls 
from like the start of the game because I feel like sometimes people call in and they're super ticked off and it doesn't really match the energy for the end of the game. You know, like the end of the game might be like, oh, everything was great. And I don't know what people are going to say. Maybe people are still pissed. I have no idea. I'm excited. But, um, you know, and then you call back and like, hey, yeah. So anyways, you know, I was I was super ticked off, but actually everything's pretty great. And I just, I feel like I'm doing something wrong by like setting people up, by <laughs> allowing people to set traps for themselves to walk into. But no, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. You know, I mean, again, I didn't agree with that third and fourth down call by Matt LaFleur. So I agree with that. Although, again, it's, it is what it is, man, you know. And the penalties certainly are frustrating. And there, there's just a lot of annoying and frustrating things that do happen. But I think, th- again, this is sort of the second week in a row for me where it, it felt like the phrase that this is a young team and they just got to figure it out doesn't just feel like a throwaway, cop-out excuse. It, it really does feel that way. Like, this is a team that is really starting to figure it out. And the minor issues feel like minor issues that can be ironed out. Like, as we continue, this is just going to keep getting better. Whereas before, it's like, I don't know, dude, it's, it's like drops and over... Like, this is not just a couple little things that we got to work on as a group. This is like just trash and stuff that's not guaranteed to get better. And now you look at it, it's like, okay, a, a little minor false... Like, Christian Watson's leg barely twit. Like, you know, whatever. You know, it, it, something you can learn from. Wicks ran the right... You know, he the pressure was coming. He probably needed to come off his route faster or something. And he's going to have Jordan in his face. He's going to have the coach in his face. He's going to have the film to review... And he'll learn and he'll grow from that. You know, those are the kinds of things you look at and it's like, I can deal with that. All the big things are getting fixed. The drops, I don't expect them to to vanish, but they're looking better. The throws are looking significantly better. The, you know, four quarter thing as opposed to two quarter thing is, as far as I can tell, fixed over the last couple of weeks. The deep passing from Jordan, Jordan under pressure is, I mean, at least from my vantage point, does not seem like a catastrophe. He seems to handle it pretty well. Him you know, breaking out of the pocket and throwing that pass to Wicks was a, a thing of art. So again, the the big concerns that I had that I was worried, you know, the, 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 that are things that you don't necessarily just assume that time can fix, have sort of course corrected. And that's what I'm most excited about. And now the little minor things like freaking whatever. Now the defense, again, is kind of a little frustrating at times. But it's not terrible. You know, again, this is a pretty good offense, so they held them to, a, I think, a reasonable score total. And again, I, you know, there's a lot of injuries, um, and you know, we'll see. But I, I do think there will be a new defensive coordinator next year, and hopefully that helps things out. Maybe it won't. I don't know. I mean, we can't just assume it. But I do. The bottom line is, I do think that there's more potential that we can see from this defense. So if the offense can continue to grow and we can find somebody that can maybe get a little bit better results from the talent that we have, as well as maybe try to get some more talent on the defense, I know that's frustrating because it feels like we've swung so much. But again, the secondary is looking a little depleted. I don't know. This is this is just the most confident I've I've felt. So that's if I haven't said that before like ten times, now you know. All right, listen, I just want to be the not the first, but like obviously you've been saying this. That's what I want to do. I want to give you credit. Donnie Wicks, man, that guy, that guy, we got to get him some more, some more, whatever, everything. Yeah. I I wasn't the guy. I mean, that was, those calls were coming in long before I said it. Um, but I mean, he's, he's definitely earned it. That's, that's not really debatable. I mean, the the only thing is I think Romeo is doing a good job. Um, I certainly don't want Christian off the field. Um, and, and Jaden Reed is just absolutely phenomenal, but yeah, I think Wicks has, has earned I'll be interested to see the snap counts because I, I feel like the more opportunities he gets, the more he just continues to produce for us. 
They're getting more everything. I like that guy. I'm not just doing that thing where he makes a play and then we react. It. Even though he just made a play and I'm calling in to react. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's Jimmy. And I want to say Donnie Wicks is the man. And I'm so excited to see that guy. I don't even know if we're going to win this game. It's 20 to 16 right now. And you know, I'm going to shut up and go watch it. But uh, go back out. Well, and the, the coolest thing about him is it almost seems like every single one of his big plays is he catches it and then breaks a tackle and gets like doubles his yardage. I mean, that that first early in the season, he had the touchdown where he broke a tackle and, and went for a touchdown. I know he did that at least one other time, and I pointed that out, and then he did it again here. Now, we could say it was just a bad tackle. He didn't wrap him up or whatever, but I mean, this is becoming a consistent thing with him. Not only is he doing a good job of finding the open space and you know making the catches, but the you know, the breaking tackles and yards after the catch. I mean, even even at the end of the day, you can say, well, he he, he didn't really break a tackle. It was a bad tackle. I mean, you get hit like that, some guys will go down. He, he didn't flinch. He's just like, all right, cool. <laughs> Sweet. I'm going I'm to go that way now. So, yeah, man, I, I I don't know. I'm just, I'm man crushing on a lot of people right now. I'm I'm excited about Wicks. I am, you know, I'm, I might be the only one. I'm, I'm excited for, for Watson. Beyond excited for Jaden Reed. I mean, this rookie class with... You know, Lucas kind of flashed a little bit in there, saw him a couple times, but then you got uh, Musgrave and and Reed, those second-round picks that are really starting to emerge. You're starting to see a little bit of craft. We got Wicks stepping up. Like, this this class here, I mean, this this year and last year, again, I, I'm, I'm higher on Watson than a lot of people, but, uh, you know, also Quay was making plays. I saw Wyatt make a big play. He missed the sack, but, I mean, you know, that's a tough play when there's so much space for a DT. Again, Zach Tom as a fourth-round pick, just anchoring that right side. We have a seventh-round, second-year guy on the left side, even if he's not a premier player. Like, oh, he gave up a sack against Khalil freaking Mack. Like, oh, geez. Like, I get it, but still, I just, there have been some serious hits the last couple of years, and it feels like offense in particular. Like, defense has maybe been a little bit more of a struggle, trying to find, you know, a consistent hit rate, especially later in the in the rounds. But, you know, and then you got Brooks and, and Wooden, who just like what, every week, one of those two guys steps up. One of them steps down and one of them steps up. And we had what, what I think it was Brooks this week got the sack. So I, I just it's just it's exciting, man. It's exciting to, to just even see the young guys play. So many times we, you know, because you have so many veterans, the Packers for years have had so many veterans and it's just hard to get these guys any playing time. And now they're all being thrust into these starting positions and they're all showing up. And that's so freaking cool, man. I'm just, I don't know, getting more jacked up just sitting here talking about it. All right, last one of the game, seriously. Uh, Jimmy again. Todd's uh, just snatched the ball <laughs> out of the air. Um, and what looked like a somewhat improvised uh, reaction to what the defense was doing. And that, that, my friends, if that can be a glimpse of our future, we're going to be in great shape. Yeah. Um, Jordan's coming along, man, as long as he doesn't. So here's the thing. He's floating it. Anytime he's floating it, ain't going to work. And his footwork, one time they showed it. This isn't like I'm the rocket scientist here. They showed it on the TV. That's why I know. Now, when he doesn't do the footwork and when he tries to aim and float, there's a problem. When he is decisive in rhythm, has good footwork, and just excuse me, just uh, lets it go, you know, and just steps into it and fires it where it needs to be or gives it some touch where it needs to be, yeah. whatever it is. But, you know, he has another short one, another short long pass today uh, to Watson, and, and that's that whole thing where he's floating it. He's got to just 
put it out there. I was so happy to see him overthrow Musgrave a little bit. At least he's overthrown somebody. Yeah. Put it out there. <sighs> All right. See how this goes. We got a couple minutes to defend this game. Go, pack, go. The other thing that gets me excited and it's kind of just occurred to me is the thing that I said about Jordan is I don't think there's a middle ground for him. He's either going to be a really good quarterback or he's going to be a bad quarterback. And he is suddenly rapidly changing directions here. And and the thing that's fun about him is he has sort of this Aaron Rodgers and even Brett Favre sort of gamer mentality. I mean, a little bit more Brett Favre where, I mean, he just, he's very confident, which is awesome. He's It, 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 it really does remind me of Brett Favre where he's way too confident in himself and he scares the crap out of me, but but it's more positive than negative. He loves taking shots down the field, and honestly, I'm I'm beginning to love it. I mean, I, I always have loved it, but it just, for a while, it really was getting frustrating because most of the time, it just wasn't going anywhere. And I must have said, come on, Jordan, like 40 times today, every time that ball left his hand, I just was like clenching my fist, just like, come on, Jordan, come on, Jordan. And most of the time, man, it, he just he's hitting guys in stride or he's hitting guys open, which is a credit to the receivers, it's a credit to Matt LaFleur, it's a credit to Jordan. But, I mean, it, it does feel a little, it's got some Brett Favre vibes to it where I'm I'm scared, you know, because I know he can be a little reckless. I know he can make some mistakes. But, I mean, if we can if we can cross over into Brett Favre territory where, yeah, he's not as careful as Aaron Rodgers is, he's going to throw a couple extra picks. But he loves to sling it, and and he's got the guys to do it. I'm I'm ready for it, man. Let's I'm ready to live and die by that. I'm fine with that. Because, you know, again, I'm, I'm not asking for perfection, and I don't expect perfection. If you can show that you can be a gamer and you can, you know, the vast majority of the time put it on these guys and you can lead these strikes and you got the confidence and the freaking straight up arrogance to just shove that ball down somebody's throat, you know, when your back's up against the wall, you don't give a crap. And he doesn't. And that can, again, that can be a negative. Depending on how good you are, and this is why I said Jordan's either going to be a bad quarterback or he's going to be a real good quarterback. I don't see him as being a mediocre. It's possible. And it kind of felt like we were trending that way for a little while. But it's just his play style, it makes it so hard because he is that guy that can throw across his body, no look. You know, he can do that crazy stuff. And he's way too confident and he loves to sling it down the field. It's just like, I can't imagine him being like Joe Flacco, you know, or Andy Dalton. He's he's either going to find his way into that top 10 quarterback conversation or he's going to be out of the league soon is kind of how I always felt about Jordan. So. We'll see. Again, it's only been a couple weeks. It's been now, I think, three weeks where you look at it and like, eh, Jordan had a good day today. The first one was only the second half, but it was a real good second half. The second one was four quarters, but obviously didn't end the way you wanted it to, which kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. And then this one was just money. It was just freaking money. And it's one of those things where you look at it and go, dude, if you can, if you can do this, I'm, I'm in. He's not Aaron Rodgers? Fine. So he's not Aaron Rodgers. But this guy can win you football games. This guy can win playoff games. He needs pieces around him, like everybody does. But, you know, just just stay right here. Stay in this freaking pocket, dude. And I got your back. Hey, what's up, Ryan? It's Ryan Santos. So we just got the game-winning um, block by Kenny Clark. Yes, sir. Uh, just a couple things. Um, first, hands down, Jordan loves best game. Yes. Um, I can only think of maybe one pass that he threw that was completed that wasn't an ideal pass. For the most part, his passes were on the money. They were in stride. They were, they were just, you know, he did well. I would, I would be surprised if this was not his best game of the year. Yeah, Absolutely four quarters. Speaking of four quarters, team played for four quarters. First 
full game, and they look good. Very mm-hmm. proud of them. Um, but I will say this. Packers won this game. They did do enough to win this game, but the Chargers also did enough to yeah. lose the game for themselves. They blew it. They had about five or six drops, three on Keenan Allen alone. Um, I know there's one. I think Johnson had two. Most importantly, um, Ballantyne, uh, he slowed down on what would have been the game-winning touchdown by Johnson uh, if he didn't drop it. But with that being said, drops happen in every NFL game. Um, so the Packers won this one. I don't want to take it from them. Um, you know, you know, any given Sunday. But uh, I, I got to say, you know, three games ago, I was ready to fall the season. I'm not so much ready now. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I, I didn't think Love was the guy back then. The last two weeks he showed, he's definitely showed he can be the guy. And I just hope that if this is the direction we're going to go, that this is the kind of performance we continue to see from him. Um, very, very proud of him. Very good job today. And uh, lastly, Reed, Lord have mercy. That's that man. That is that man. I hope you see that some more in a couple of weeks. All right. Love to hear your thoughts, Ryan. Bye. Yeah, and, I, you know, again, I don't want to swing too far in the other direction and be like, he's him, he's the guy, he's whatever. Like, I don't know. I have no idea he could start to regress and, and just, you know, this is his one good game because it was a bad defense, and it is, um, you know, whatever. But all I'm saying is the same thing I said before, just the opposite. You know, two, three weeks ago, whatever it was, what did I say? If he continues this way, he's not the guy. And what I'm saying now is... If he continues to play like this, he's the guy. Pretty straightforward, I think. Uh, Let's take our final break, and we'll be right back. Hey, hey, Ryan. What's up, man? It's Joe, the janitor. Hey, Joe. From Connecticut. From Connecticut. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? Well, that was a nail-biter. Game just ended. A really exciting one. Jordan Love didn't throw an interception, which is amazing and, awesome. like, unheard of. Um, and he threw for over 300 yards, which is crazy. I don't know why it got cut off there, but um, I was kind of stunned to hear that the last time the Packers or a Packers quarterback had thrown for 300 yards was in 2021. Like that, I, I don't know how I didn't know that, but I didn't know that. So that is fantastic. So it's me, David from Brazil again, and I gotta say, when I when I said that I didn't care if we win or lose, I was lying. I do care, and we just won. So go back, go. <laughs> Super happy here, but great game. Uh, and uh, Jordan Love had a great game. Sorry that um, the defense did step up in the end of the game, but I still think that Joe Barry should become a PE teacher or something like that. <laughs> I, I'm just sick of it, and that's it. That, that pretty good game. Uh, I'm happy. Uh, think it was like Jordan Love's best game since he's a starter or something like that. So he keeps growing, and I, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Maybe we don't need that high pick after all. Maybe we won't need a quarterback. Yeah. So that's it. Go back up. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, you know, I mean, the tank for crowd is always going to have somebody that they want if it's if it's not a quarterback then it's somebody else but you're right I mean if the only time when it becomes sort of desperation is if you need a quarterback 
because it's just so hard to get that truly elite guy. I mean, obviously we've done it a couple times now, um, but it's so hard to get that truly elite guy if you're talking mid and especially late first round. It's just very rare to be able to pull that off. So you got a couple guys that a lot of people think are going to be really good pro quarterbacks, and you're thinking your guy might not be the guy. I mean, it's like we really, really need to lose so we can get those guys. But if he does become the guy, and I don't want to jump the gun and say he is, but if he does, if Jordan Love is the guy, it's not an emergency anymore. I mean, I'd love to have a premier top five guy. Marvin Harrison would be fantastic to have on the team. But if we don't get him, we're still going to get a relatively early pick. The offensive tackles are still in play. Some very good wide receivers are still in play. We've got a very talented defensive tackle, at least one really talented DB within striking distance. I mean, there's there's good players to be had. And beyond that, look at some of the guys we're excited about. Jaden Reed, second round pick. Luke Musgrave, second round pick. Dontavian Wicks, like a fifth round pick. It's not as though the first round pick is the only one that exists. It's the one that's most likely to hit on a superstar. But man, we've had some luck. Who's to say we don't get some fantastic guard or whatever in the fifth round or find a a real nice defensive tackle and who knows, maybe the third round, maybe. Hey, Tucker Craft might be a thing. Maybe Sean Ryan's even a thing. Maybe that curse is broken. I don't know, but you're right. I mean, if if we don't need a quarterback, freaking just go, go to the playoffs. Let's do it. Let's do it. Again, I'd love to get a top five guy, but you know what I'd love more? A team that's so freaking good already that they were able to turn it around, go on a run, get into the playoff. Next year, we get a new DC. We add in a couple more pieces, get back healthy, you know, get a running back, uh, some safety help, a little bit offensive line help, get Jair back, get Stokes back, bring Keyshawn back. We got a little bit of money. Maybe we play in free agency a little bit and we freaking go at this thing. To me, that's a better option than we suck so bad. We got the number one pick and we got a quarterback, but he's surrounded by garbage. But, I mean, you know, Marvin Harrison would be cool, no doubt. Hey, Ryan, it's Jersey Mike. Um, <laughs> the game's over. Uh, Kenny Clark died in the past down there on fourth down. Uh, I, I'm really happy with the offense. They did a really good job. Yep. Um, I, I'd say Matt LaFleur, I still want better play calling from him. Um, uh, some of the, the – it's just when he's calling plays, the certain plays that he's calling, I don't like them. You know – going to your bag of tricks once in a while, but I feel like there were so many trick plays in this game uh, that we didn't need that, you know, put us at a disadvantage. Uh, I'd like to to see that stop happening. Um, It's sad to see Aaron Jones and Emmanuel Wilson down, but I get my my wish of A.J. Dillon being the starting guy, and quite frankly, he's he's been the better running back these past two weeks, no question about it. Uh, Jordan loves throwing a better ball. Um, Still... Not on the same page with Watson. I'm upset there, uh, but it'll it'll get better. You know? I thought I thought they were pretty good today. I'm trying to think what was off. Um, I thought, you know, because it was the one on the sideline that was just, I mean, just inches away from being a spectacular catch. We got the one touchdown, and then there was another reception. I mean, there wasn't a ton of production, but it wasn't as though they felt off to me, which I think is the more important thing. If, if they're starting to get into their stride in terms of just being accurate, then the rest will kind of fall into place. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there was a big miss out there somewhere. I'm not sure. Oh, well, we got that one touchdown, so granted. Uh, Tucker Craft going up. Yeah, dude. You know, that's, that's nice. Jaden Reed 
I'm telling you, Jaden Reed is like, you know, he's just he's just electric these past three weeks now. Three weeks in a row, he's done stuff like this. Musgrave's looking good. Um, Jay Wicks, Jay Wicks is looking great. I'm telling you, you know, Dubs and, and Watson are good. Wicks and Reed have been showing out. I mean, they, they're coming in here as rookies, not knowing everything, and still making massive plays. They made some mistakes. I think Love was mad at Reed, uh, sorry, on, at Wicks, yeah. uh, one of those third down throws. Um, so, you know, we got, we got some things to clean up. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm overall, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the offense right now. <sighs> and then it comes to the defense. In my opinion, the only reason we won this game is because the Chargers let us win the game. So many drop balls. Herbert looks great. This defense looks disgusting. I don't, I, Clayton and me are going to disagree. I do not think this defense is up to the task for the most part. I think that they're just getting lucky on a lot of circumstances. But there's no reason why it looks so much easier for every other team to do it against our defense than it is for our offense to do anything against other defenses. I mean, it, every every time we see an offense up against us, this defense makes them look good. Tell me I'm wrong. Fire Joe Barry. Anyway, go pack go. Yeah, I mean, it was frustrating because, you know, the def- I mean, the defense and offense both were kind of having a similar thing where they look really good, but then you get, you know, third and 18, and here comes a guy wide open, you know? And, and you know, I understand the defensive and offensive play calling. It's just kind of one of those, if it doesn't work, you get mad or whatever. Same situation, but, I mean, it, it, it feels very repetitive where it's like, let's rush three and assume that when we drop a ton of people in space – all, everything's going to be covered up and nobody's going to be open. Well, immediately somebody's open in the middle of the field and they get a first down. Like, <laughs> at least if, if you can't cover in space, you you can't figure out a way to clog up space, bring some extra pressure. You know, like, why, why not take a shot at it? See if you can get somebody a free rusher. See if somebody can get their hand up in, in the throwing lane. If you can cause a little bit of panic or something in the quarterback. Because, you know, drop an extra guy. I don't have a problem with it in theory. But you can't do it, or the guys can't do it, or something. I mean, we'll, we'll drop nine guys if we want to, and still somebody comes wide open. Um, so I mean, I, I just every time I see that, it's like, yeah, somebody's going to be open, and they and they usually are. And kind of like the caller earlier said, where it's like it feels like we always need players to make plays. You know, it, it's always something like with with a three man rush, somebody still gets home. You know, I mean, that's obviously not a scheme thing. The intention isn't to get a sack on a three-man rush, but when something like that happens, it's like, hey, the defense stepped up. If that doesn't happen, though, well, there's no pressure because it's a three-man rush, and then somebody comes open and they get a first down. And usually there's a lot of space. It's not like a real tight window throw or something. It's just, oh, yeah, yeah, there was a giant gap right in the old middle of the field and uh, first down. And there was a lot of bad play. I mean, Owens with that tackle or non-tackle is like, you got to be freaking kidding me. You know, there's another situation where they didn't pass a guy off. And, you know, I mean, stuff like that happens too. But I don't know. I mean, it's just, again, it's frustrating because they look good. And then when it matters, they don't. 
And um, yeah, I think it's going to be easier to praise the defense for what they did because of the failures of the offense for the for the Chargers. You know, the the amount of drops that they had and everything. I mean, there, there was like a walk-in touchdown at the end of the game there, and he just dropped it. I think Allen dropped basically two touchdowns. So there, there was like three drop touchdowns. Now, they, they may have closed the deal on a sub, couple of them anyways. I wasn't keeping track of how those drives all ended, but it could have got a lot worse. And, and you know, I'm, I'm glad that it didn't, um, largely because I don't want to have to sit here and talk about moral victories and, and be like, well, no, it is a moral. And, and, you know, half the people are furious and half the people are excited. We can all just be happy. You know, we'll nitpick a couple things here and there, but we can all agree that this was, at least so far, it seems like everyone's pretty happy with the situation. And that's nice. But, uh, yeah, pretty much my same perspective. Uh, let's do a couple more here. What's going on? What's up, Marty Firefighter? How y'all doing? What's up? Uh, just wanted to say, hey, I'm just happy to get a win. You know, I was watching the game. I'm at work. And I was, you know, like, either way, win, lose, draw. We lose, get a high pick, go in, cool. Yeah. So, just want to do a quick positive and negative. All right, positive is the young receivers, young wide receivers, young tight end, the young players stepped up and went real hard on this uh, in this game, and I'm proud of them. They did an awesome job. Um, also, the good Jordan Love, uh, he played better, you know, a lot better than he has been. Mm-hmm. So I'll give him his props when he when, uh he does well. So, I'm going to this probably is probably his best game as far as overall play. So, he's getting better. So, if he keeps that up, then I won't have to keep trying to lead the charge maybe and replace him. Yep. So, I'll give him props on that. Now, as far as the negative going, uh, he's, this is doing a little thing. He had like three or four passes. Or it's probably even more than that. That like if he threw it on the numbers or accurately, it'd have been touchdowns. Like Bruce Musgrave could have got a touchdown. He overthrew. He just overthrew still like some passes, and then he under under throwing passes. So it's like his accuracy is still an issue, which is a problem. It's like seeing him and Justin Herbert in the same game, and you see like dots. Like, you see Herbert throwing dots, like, it's hitting his receivers in the numbers. He's fitting it in with three people on defense all around his receiver. He's fitting it in, and I'm like, if we had that, we would dominate. So to see that, and then see Joe Love, like, Herbert had at least four to five passes just in this game where they went like dots between defenders on the numbers. Boom. Jordan Love hasn't had, I don't think, one pass all season where he fitted in through multiple defenders like that. You know, and it's over half the season. I don't think I've seen one where he did it like that. And Herbert did like five of them in the game. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, he, you know, I'm kind of a little disappointed in that. Um, and, you know, I really just, that's my main negative. And, and the special teams is the issue, too. I don't know what's going on with the kicker. But anyway, go back and go. Yeah, I think it's it's baby steps. Um, you know, I kept setting bars for Jordan Love that I didn't really expect him to 
to reach. I mean, at a certain point, it's like, I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, and he, he eventually got there. And then I set the bar a little higher, you know, like, okay, but that was good. But you got to give me first half too. give me four quarters. And I got that. But then there was the picks. And it's like, okay, I need four quarters. You can't be throwing the, the game away at the end. Um, so that would be great if you can, you know, so I want the deep ball accuracy under pressure. It's got to be four quarters, or at least it can't be just a half. Um, and you can't have a good game and then end it with a bunch of pick. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's okay. One more thing, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. And every time like this game, finally we got there and you're right. We haven't seen that like next level elite between over under type of stuff. I mean, there's been some sidearm throws, this, that, or the other, um, but okay, fine. That's the next step. I mean, honestly, the most important thing is just keep doing what you're doing. Cause I think this is good enough to win. Um, now we got to tighten up a few things with penalties and get on the same page and this, that, or the other. But, um, so that's, that's sort of the next step. And, and he's done it, man. He's, he's had those throws. Um, like I said, almost all of them were dropped. So it's like his, his best throws never showed up on the stat sheet, usually in preseason or something, but I mean, he's got that in him. Um, but th- this is, to me, this is much more important. If you can just be this guy, I've, I've, I've always said, you know, I'll, I'll take a really good game manager with this scheme and everything else. And he's kind of got himself to that point of being a really good game manager. And now it's, okay, get to that next step. Maintain, most importantly, but also let's let's see if we can get to that next step. And so, uh, yeah, he missed a couple throws, that's for sure. But I also think, you know, if if the standard is, you know, you, you get to miss like two or three throws a game, I think he hits that standard. I think everybody misses a throw here or there. It just, it happens. Um, you hope that it doesn't get out of control. It's kind of like the penalties. You know, the, the penalties are out of control. And so it's like, all right, we got to cool it with the penalties. And then, you know, we end up with a game with like three or four. And it's like, I'm sick of the penalties. It's like, well, I mean, there's, you, you got to give them some leeway there, you know? I mean, yes, it's still annoying. It still sucks. It still shouldn't happen. But, you know, three penalties really isn't that bad. That wasn't in this game, I'm just saying. If that were the case... Probably want to cut some slack there, but so I'm I'm a hundred percent willing to give him his credit, his props, and uh, cut him some slack this week. And uh, you know, then from here we can kind of set that next bar and say, okay, first of all, do it again, and then you know, if you can kind of show us a little bit of heroics here and there, because you're going to need that. You know, you get to that next level, you're going to be down a little bit. You know, people aren't open. What are you going to do? You got to fit the ball in there. You got to squeeze it. You got to throw it on time, right between the two. You know, you gotta you gotta hit those. I mean, those were Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. They did that all the time. Sometimes you need it. And he can do it, but again, baby steps. I wouldn't have felt super confident he was going to get there, but the fact that he just decided, okay, I'm I'm good now from where he was is like, all right, well, I guess I'll just put another little little hurdle out there, see if he wants to go over that one too. But anyways, I was going to do one more, but let's just save it. It's getting kind of late, and I got to get out of here. So you guys have a good rest of your night. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye. 